This is the Cougar Locker Room Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Ita, just waiting for the BYU press conference set up to be complete and ready to go. The media are standing by in the uh, in the video conferencing chat room, if you will. And as soon as the uh, podium picture is live with Kalani at the seat, Kalani and or players, we will take that and bring that to you. Riley Nelson, Greg Rubel with you in the broadcast booth. Mitchell Jurgens down at field level around the press conference and locker room area. And we'll have both the uh, video conferencing, press conference commentary, plus headset commentary as we continue from the Boca Raton Bowl, where BYU is a winner, 49-23 to over UCF. Career highs set by Zach Wilson for passing yardage at 425, and Tyler Algier for rushing yardage at 173. On a night, BYU goes for 655 yards in total offense. I mentioned earlier that that's only the, uh, the second time ever that BYU's had uh, 600 yards or more in a postseason game. The last time came in a loss, and that was 651. This is a new record at 655 for postseason. Kalani is at the podium. Let's join him now. All right, we're going to go ahead and start uh, Coach Sataki's press conference. Uh, Coach, if you want to just give us an opening statement on the ballgame, then we'll open it. Yeah, of course. Uh, uh, thankful for the, the game, for the opportunity to play in this game. Uh, I want to thank, first of all, the Reefclaim.com, both of us for inviting us. It was a pleasure to be here. The hospitality uh, that they show us was awesome. Love this area. The people here were awesome. So thank you very much for that. And um, also want to express our gratitude to uh, UCF for the game and quality opponent. Things just went our way tonight, you know, but I, I know they're a well-coached team. Uh, coach Heupel is a great coach, and he has a great staff, and those guys will be back again, you know, so they'll be ready to roll, and and uh, I think we just things just happened for us real quick and, and uh, you know, worked in our favor. So I'm um, glad that we got the win. Really proud of our, our team, proud of our players, our coaches, and uh, excited about the result. Um, obviously, we feel like we can do some things better, and but I, I saw a lot of young guys that are going to be back next year show up and, and make a difference for us. And, and uh, I'm looking forward to those guys playing in 2021. So that being said, uh, grateful that we got to play our, our 12th game and really thankful that we have this game of football to, to play. And, and I know there's a lot of people that work um, really hard and, and uh, to get us to play this game. And, and I hope they know how much we appreciate them. And uh, I'm speaking for our players and for our coaches, our program. We're, we're thankful for this opportunity to play the game. And and uh, really enjoyed uh, the whole season. So thank you very much. I'll take any questions you guys have. Our first question will be from Jared Lloyd. Jared, go ahead. Sorry about that. It's different, uh, different system. Sorry, Kalani. Talk about the way your defense played in that game. You knew how good UCF's offense was and the way they came out and held them to 10 through much of the game. <laughs> Scored a couple late, but talk about the way that defense performed. Yeah, I'm proud of Coach Tuyaki, Coach Lamb, Coach Hadley, Coach Guilford. Um, that, in, in uh, you know, in connection with the uh, graduate assistants and the analysts that we have on our team, on our coaching stuff on the defense side, did an amazing job. So, really thankful that we're able to have a great game plan. I felt like we were disruptive as a team. Uh, obviously. We felt like we had a lot of plays out there that we could have made, but you have to give credit for UCF and and uh, for Gabriel being able to uh, you know run. <laughs> he's athletic and 
being able to find ways to create more uh, time for himself on in, in the passing game. Run game got out of uh, got out a few runs, but I felt like we were able to corral it for the most part, and not not uh, allow them to break big ones. But really proud of the defense. Uh, I would have taken twenty three points in a heartbeat if you told me that before the game. And um, and even with that being said, I was still frustrated at the end because I felt like uh, we we gave up we gave up too many easy plays, and then a lot of that has to do with um, some fundamentals and technique and. Really, just got to get these guys to finish games and finish strong. So I think it didn't really matter what the score was. We wanted our guys to keep playing, and, and we got some valuable reps in that second half for a lot of guys that they grew up a lot in this game. So I'm looking forward to them performing next year. And we'll go with Jake Hatch. Yeah, Kalani, give us some of your thoughts on Zach's performance. 425 yards passing, five total touchdowns. What'd you make of him out there? Yeah, he's a great player. But I've been, I mean. I think everybody's talked about him a lot, and and, and I, I hope he knows how much I appreciate him. You know, we believed in him, Coach Roderick, and, um, you know, done a great job with him. So, I, I But I, I'm just so thankful that, that I get to coach that guy. His work ethic and his passion for the game is, is awesome, and uh, it's an honor for me to, to be his coach. So I'm, I'm really proud of him and the things that he can do on the field. I mean, he, he had a great no-look pass. I don't know if you guys saw it, but this guy has got – and I've seen him practice that a lot. So it was really cool for it to show up in the game because he was torching our defense a little bit throughout the year and seven on seven with that throw. And I mean, he's got a lot. He practices all these type of throws, and and uh, he's got he's just got a bag full of different types of throws that he practices. And and for him to have that, be able to form and and, and young, he's got a lot of. I mean, he's got a lot of years of football left. All right, we'll go to Jay Drew. Kalani, uh, where were uh, Jeff Grimes and Eric Mateos tonight? And I'm assuming Aaron Roderick called the plays. And just what did you think of his play calling? Well, I mean, I'm not going to go into details of uh, what happens with us. I mean, this year, you know, I never went into details with um, people that, that aren't aren't here. And so I'm just going to be general, Jay, and just say that, um, this has happened every week. We've we've never been full strength as a staff and as a team, and so you know we had a um, we missed some people on the field, and and uh, their their uh, our depth had to throw. We 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 pride ourselves in getting um, better depth this year, and and we had to test it quite often. And then uh, this week, this bowl game wasn't any different. So I'm glad that we were able to make plays and get the win. But uh, that that's kind of what. 2020, the season has been for us. Never been full strength, and um, not complaining about it. That's just what it is. Everyone's in, having to deal with the same thing. I, I'm just thankful that I have guys that love playing the game of football, and they love being here. and And it showed tonight on the field. Last couple here. I have one from KSL. Yeah, Kalani. This type of season that you guys can build off of going forward into. 2021 and, and beyond is a, is a program shaper, if you will. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it doesn't really matter the, the the wins and losses. What matters is the progress that we're making as a program. And, um, you know, the, the, for me, I, I know that's what fans look at, but for me, it's, it's I'm, I'm seeing a lot of progress made over the last few years, you know, and um, we were really excited about this season because we knew we had a deep team and, and, you know, as 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 it looked, we had to test it often, and 
And so I'm just really proud of our players. And I think this is going to be a huge step forward for a lot of young guys that made a lot of plays and that have a bright future here at BYU. And, and we're going to have to lean on them heavily as we go into the, you know, the next season. Okay, last one here for Coach Sataki. It'll be Charlie McCarthy. Hey, Coach, the first quarter, you had three drives over 70 yards, less than like a minute 50 each. What is it like watching your offense function like that? Well, I mean, if they can score, I don't really care how much time they burn on the clock, you know. So uh, we we have to play a, a certain style of defense that will match that and complement what our offense is going to do. We we want our offense to be aggressive. We want them to score quickly. And, and defensively, we're going to have to come up with some stops. And I'm glad that we were able to do that early and, and, and gain a lead on a UCF. That's an explosive team. And I felt like we were in control for, for the major part of the game. And and that is a huge part to our coaches being able to play complementary football. And that's that's uh, that's nothing that – this can't be just all looked at the head coach. This is something that our coaching staff has worked with and our players understand. I mean, our, our defense knows that our, our offense is going to go for it on fourth down quite often, and they're going to support it, and they're up off the bench ready to go. So – uh, we, we talk about our game plan, we talk about our strategy with our players, and we talk about adjustments that we're going to make. And so it's important for them to know the adjustments that we're making on defense for Zach and the rest of the offense to know that, just like special teams. So uh, these guys understand football. I thought they've increased their football IQ during the offseason, and um, it showed. And so I, I got a, a great group of young men that can be coaches themselves, and, and, and they're doing it on the field right now. And, it's been a pleasure, man. I, I, I'm so excited. I can't wait to see what these guys can do from here on out. The head coach of the Cougars is Kalani Sitake. His season ends at 11-1 and with the bowl win and the Cougars' first ever win in the state of Florida. We knew, we knew it would come at some time. It came tonight. Coach Sitake, congratulations on the big W and uh, finishing the year with a, a resounding win. Thank you. That was a lot of fun. I'm glad we got the win in Florida, and now we can uh... – Try to build a, a, a streak here. We get out back out here again. <laughs> there you go. Uh, what about this game went just the way you hoped? Uh, I, I like the fact that we got an early lead. You know, we, we felt really good about our offense. And um, after two weeks of teams trying to play keep away ball from us, it, we knew these guys would go quick and that we would have a lot of opportunities. But that really doesn't matter unless you make them count. You know, so uh, we knew that they probably want to get into a shootout or type of deal and, and Zach was really confident that we would get some points. Our offensive coaches were confident with it, and we felt really comfortable with our defensive scheme too. And so uh, once we got the lead and felt like we were in control, we could build on it, and uh, we could take some chances on defense here and there, and then offensively we could manage the clock a little bit. But you know, we did that in the second half. I felt like we would, we got to uh, stay aggressive and keep our, our, our foot on the gas. Yeah, uh, Coach Heupel actually mentioned the defensive scheme. I, w- I want to ask you about this a little bit. He said it was different than it was expected, uh, something you hadn't really put on film previously. Dylan Gabriel, I don't know if you've had a chance to look at a stat sheet, but 21 for 45, obviously a season low at 217. He did end up having two TDs, but they were after the game was out of hand. Uh, I loved what you were doing with the linebackers uh, where they were kind of faux rushing and then spying at the same time. Is that something that uh, you cooked up specifically for this game because your defensive scheme was on point? That's Elisa Tuyaki and Ed Lamb, uh, Preston Hadley, General Guilford. That's that coaching staff. Our coordinator devised a, a great game plan and worked worked really well with uh, Ed Lamb and then you know, I was all about I was excited about the game plan. Felt like we had a good scheme in place. And then we made some adjustments along the way as we started playing. They made some adjustments. They did some things that were different that we didn't see on film as well. And 
and I uh, felt like we were to get out of some drives. And then once our offense was clicking, we felt really good about about what we're going to do with our complimentary football. And and um, really proud of our coaches, proud of our players. Our players felt really good about the scheme too, and we knew that um, you know we haven't been playing. Uh, effective as a defense throughout the whole um, season. It's not like we were doing it every game, but we felt like this game was going to be a good one for us. And the only thing that I could I could really get upset about is that we didn't come down with those interceptions. You know, we had and we had opportunities to get some sacks. But that's what get, uh, Dylan Gabriel does. He creates a lot of space and a lot of, a lot of plays and a lot of time for himself. And then he takes shots downfield. But you know, we played a lot of man coverage today and. You know, we, we felt like we, we knew these guys had a lot of speed and athleticism. That That's probably something to say about our guys that we have on our team. The corners that covered today were all guys that are coming back next year. So it's going to be a lot of fun to see these guys continue to do things and have a, a coaching staff that can be creative and, and put our guys in some uh, difficult positions and, and try to get the win. So that it was a lot of fun. Against a really good passing team, you were down a couple of DBs, overcame that. Uh, offensive line took a couple hits tonight. You overcame that. But it's been more of the same, even down to the coaching staff. From game to game, different guys are in or out, and, and things need to be moved around. And this was another night where you overcame that. Yeah, I mean, that, that, you know, it's, uh, the credit goes to our, our, our team and our players and, and the, the culture of our team. Um, you know, I, I don't have to do be here even. These guys can win games without me, but uh, I'd like to be. I get the, I get the best seat in the house, you know. But uh, we know that this game, this, this program is not about one player. And it's not about one coach, and so we can we can kind of grow, grow together as a, as a unit and keep keep getting better. We're, we feel like the the sky's the limit for us, and we're going to keep growing on this. I, I saw a lot of guys grow up. You probably heard me in the press conference after the game. I saw a lot of guys grow up and make big time plays, and 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 uh, you know it's going to be a lot of fun to see these guys in the in the next season. Coach, um, you've talked a lot about the camaraderie and the team effort, so. See if my count was right. Did you do an 11 for 11 switch out on defense? I know for sure you did a 9 for 9, and I'm pretty sure you did a 10 for 10, but I thought there in the third quarter you swapped out all 11 dudes. The reason why I'm bringing that up is, one, I don't know that I've ever seen it, and, two, it speaks to the depth and how you've built a true team that doesn't revolve around one single player or even one position group. Well, and we have guys that trust each other. I mean, we played 49 snaps in the first half. That's a lot. I don't know exactly what we played in the second half, but we knew that we 39. would have to. We knew that we probably have to defend to close to 100 snaps, you know, and um, and uh, we were willing to do that. And but we knew that we we had to t- tap into our depth, and we went two or three deep in a lot of different places. I mean, Connor Play was playing playing. Uh, Connor Pay was playing center, and was amazing tonight. Mm-hmm. I mean, this guy just got home from his mission long, long <laughs> ago, and he the, his future is huge for us, you know, and. Um, you know, Joe Tukoff got the snaps, got banged up. We had a lot of guys step in, and we feel really deep as a, with a, as a team. But, um, you know, I, I think once we get get back to full strength and get things back to normal, you're going to see a lot of guys with competition because they want to earn playing time. And that's a – yeah, we, we have a lot of guys that we feel like can play. And, and, we, and <laughs> you know, I'm glad that our coaches put them in the position to grow because a lot of guys grew up tonight, man, and, and throughout the whole, the whole season. So I'm, I'm really, really excited about the future. The 88 defensive snaps you faced tonight are the most since you've been the head coach at BYU. New Mexico State uh, had 87 back in uh, 2018. We're talking with Kalani Sitake. We'll take a break. Closing comments from the coach coming up from Boca Raton. BYU's a winner over UCF 49-23 to on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
You're listening to the Cougar Postgame Coaches Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to Riley Nelson and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Welcome back to FAU Stadium here in Boca Raton, Florida. The 2020 Boca Raton Bowl goes to BYU 49-23 to is our final. I was in my hotel today, uh, Kalani, as we're talking with Kalani Sitake, and I was coming down the elevator with a family from Michigan that had come down to watch you guys play football. BYU fans truly are everywhere, and uh, with 6,000 fans in the stands here tonight, it felt like all of them at times were BYU fans, and you got to meet or you got to, your players got to see a great deal of them uh, ring the the stands at the end of the at the end of the night tonight. I, I mean, <laughs> love our fans so much, and and our players. I mean, I am a fan, so I, I know what they're, they're how they're feeling, and we 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 play for them, you know, and 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 uh, they energize they energize us, and it's just it's just it was a lot of fun. I mean. We know they're going to show up everywhere. Everywhere we go and play, they're going to show up, and and I was just really proud to see them tonight and and give them all a bunch of memories and smiles. If this is the uh, last game Zach Wilson plays in a BYU uniform, he goes out with a slew of records that he already had, and some that he set more again tonight. Four hundred and twenty-five yards were a single-game high for him uh, during his BYU career. Um, you know, the, you know, the cliche is can make every throw, but he truly can, and his full array of skills were on display again tonight. Yeah, great, great player. Um, <laughs> a lot of guys played well tonight, but I, I'm really happy with Zach, and, and what a what a fantastic season he's had. Um, you know, just so accurate, and the, he was able to display all the type of throws that he has in, in, in his repertoire. And I was just like, I'm just really proud to be his coach. And so, you know, whatever happens, uh, I, I want him to do what's best for him. Obviously, uh, we want all the guys back. I've said that before, but uh, I, I want them to live out their dreams and, and, and capitalize on the opportunities for themselves. And, but, you know, we'll, we'll see how this works. I'm, I'm going to consult and talk to him and, and talk to some scouts and some coaches and some general managers out there, and, and, uh, and he'll, he'll come up with a great decision for him and his family. Yeah, Kalani, in your press conference and then also with us, you uh, you love to talk about team, but one other individual performance career night for Tyler Algier, 19 carries, 173 yards and a touch. He also had three catches for 60 yards, so a big night all around, 233 total yards. Only a sophomore, uh, a converted linebacker who really grew into his own as the uh, as the premier back for this BYU uh, offense behind that offensive line. But he ended his season uh, on a career high, similar to how Zach did in the passing game. Speak a little bit to Tyler and his progress that he's made up to this point in his, in his career. He's amazing. A great young man, hard worker. And this is, goes to show that um, BYU is a special place for walk-ons to come prove themselves um, you know, and 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 it's only it's only important for us to reward them uh, with a scholarship when they get that opportunity. And and we feel we felt like we had something special in him when he first showed up, um, and just under recruited. And now he's out here making big time plays. And I'm just going to tell you that the tandem that he and Lopini provide is amazing. The catch that Lopini had over here was a great catch. Those guys are are, are a great complement to each other. And um, I'm glad our offensive coaches put those guys in a position to, to have a lot of success, but really proud of Tyler and, and the season that he's had. So BYU tonight, uh, Kalani set a new postseason record for total offense yardage at 655. 
651 was the previous record, but that came in a loss uh, to Penn State back in 1989. This is a much better feeling as it comes with a win over UCF and and uh, finishes your year at 11 and one. So, when you realize that your team got to play 12 and and won 11. Just how proud are you of, of the season that just got put together by this entire program in the most difficult year for college football that anyone will ever remember? Yeah, just thankful for everybody for allowing this to happen and, and, and putting our, our team in a position to play games. And and thankful that I have a bunch of guys on the, on, on this team that want to play football. And they were, I mean, the loss came when, when we were, you know, cards were stacked against us, a short amount of time to prepare for the game, flying across the country. And um, our guys, just that mindset, we learned a lot from that game. Even though we didn't win, we learned a lot. And uh, it, it can help us take a huge step forward as a program. And I'm just just honored uh, that, that these guys are <laughs> are who they are. And um, uh, thank, thank you to their families for raising them the way that they are. And, and the amount of service that these kids do, it's amazing. So it's a special thing that we have going right now. And it's not just limited to playing football. Coach, I know a lot of the listeners out there are always interested to try and get a peek in the life and the players and coaches. So uh, what does January and February hold for you? Obviously, we just had the early, early signing period, which is something new. Everyone's used to signing day being in February. So uh, does that uh, obviously enjoy Christmas, but then is that uh, get out on the road and finish out this recruiting class and then self-scout? Give the listeners a little bit about what the next couple months hold for you and your staff. Well, last year we met as a team in January and talked about our goals. I thought it was important that we collaborate as a group as a, and let the players lead the way. And we had goals, and, and we almost accomplished all of them. You know? And so this, this year we're going to do the same thing. And, and, and let's talk about what we're going to do as a team, what we're going to do as a, as a program and as a coaching staff, and make sure that we utilize all the skill that we have and get our, ourselves in a position to have a lot of success. And that, we're going to do that in January, and we're going to go to work. We're going to go to work and try to accomplish that and, and, and uh, make some more memories along the way. It's going to take a lot of hard work and dedication, but these guys are ready for it. And uh, it's going to be a little bit uncomfortable, but, but it's okay. We're, and that's for everyone. We just got to we grow when we, when we uh, have, uh, get, get a little bit uncomfortable. And so I'm going to ask our guys to work really hard in the offseason, and, and that's going to be in a lot of different areas, not just uh, football and, or, or training for football, but it's a lot of different things that they, they can really improve on. And if they're going to do that, then I need to lead the way as a head coach and, and try to find ways to improve as myself as a leader, as a coach, as a father, as a husband, you know, all around. So we're looking for for ways to uh, get better. And uh, what a great time in January to, to to get a New Year's resolution resolution that can be uh, centered around the program. Okay, we want to say our final goodbyes and thank yous to you, but you've got to guarantee us that you're not going to go schedule another game here in a week, right? This was it, right? <laughs> hey, you never know. I don't know. <laughs> I, like, I'm, I, I mean, I, I, I'm really happy we got this win. He's a junkie, Greg. I haven't seen Tom lately. I haven't seen Tom anywhere lately, so, you know, we're, uh, we have a bunch of guys that can still play. We'll see. I mean. Uh, if I can get the if I can get Riley and Mitch out here playing again, then maybe maybe we can get Sneak another game. Some eligibility in there. Even if there's even if it doesn't count for anything, we can find some some good football that we can play. I mean, it's so nice and warm right now. We can we stay in Florida and play another game. Oh, we're done though, right? Are we done? <laughs> Are we done? Done? Yeah, I mean, Tom's the one that's going to answer that. I, I I feel like we're done here, <laughs> okay. but. But you never know. I mean, we'll, we'll see. No, let, 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 let's, let's presume that this is it. And, uh, and thank you uh, for, for 12 games and 11 wins and so many shows and interviews and Zooms and all the stuff we've been going through. 
this season. But, uh, man, you make it so easy for us to do our jobs. Uh, Kalani, it's always a pleasure, whether it's pregame or postgame, to be able to talk football with you and and uh, and do it in a way that uh, I know the Cougar Nation really appreciates. And so, again, I uh, just thank you uh, for being who you are and leading the way you do and making room for us, uh, the broadcasters, uh, in your life and your schedule and, and making yourself so accessible to Cougar Nation. Uh, you know, we and they, uh, you know, love you a lot and uh, just really appreciate you. Well, that that's very kind of you, and you know I love you guys, right? I mean, love what you do and, and how you represent and, and, and are able to share your, your feelings about the program and, and about sports all together, BYU, with all the, with all the Cougar Nation. I, they know that we love them, too, and I love, love all the fans out there. And uh, just looking forward, I'm just going to ask the fans now, to, you know, as we get ready to, to shift things, that uh, all these other sports could really benefit from all our fans showing them. And I know they're going to represent everywhere they, they can, but let's, let's try to get, uh, you know, a bunch of uh, our attention to help these other sports because they, they're a difference maker, man. Tonight was awesome. The, 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 the feelings that you got from them right from kickoff and pregame was, was electric. And so it's an honor for me to have wonderful fans, the best fans in the world, and, and, uh, and, and for you guys to help, uh, you know, get those guys juiced up and motivated to keep supporting us. So thank you very much. Happy holidays, everyone. Love you guys. Go Cougs. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Safe travels. Go Cougs. Stay healthy. Kalani, we'll see you soon. All right, that is Kalani Sitake. Cougar Nation Now is coming up next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.